Welcome to another episode of That's Dope. My name is Godswell Ugwa, and I'm doing another in-person interview after a, such a long time, but with one of my mentors and my old supervisors from way back in the day, uh, friends, uh, we still talking all, uh, Justin Rojas. Actually, you were one of the first people to ever have joined the podcast ever, I think. Yeah, way, right. way back in the day. Yeah, that was a minute. We were at a hotel or something. I yeah, yeah. I, it I think it was at A-Fest or something like that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Sounds about right. Thanks for having me. I yeah. uh, appreciate you coming out. I'm in Burbank right now, and I appreciate you coming out to see me on my little weekend here. So yeah. that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, this is perfect timing, actually. I, like, I was talking to my people, and it's like, hey, we should hit up Rojas, because especially for this upcoming Nishi Fest that we want to go to, actually, which is happening the weekend of Halloween, right? Yes. Uh, so Nishi Fest is October 30th. It is a one-day a- Asian pop culture and anime festival. Um, so instead of being kind of your traditional three-day anime con, it's a one-day event, and we're kind of cramming everything into one day to make it more efficient for fans and guests to to kind of you know see all the things, do all the stuff, and 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 then also have time to do other things. Yeah, I think I like that. You know, it's like other cons, like not bashing other cons, but at the same time. You know, you see everything on, like, Saturday and, like, cool, right? Like, I'm good. I just want to go party or I just want to go hang out. Or, you know, maybe go to the dealer's room again. But, you know, Friday, Sunday, you know, cool days to if you're there, right? But otherwise, it's a sort of need to do everything in one day. So. Yeah. And especially with it being kind of focused around a lot of the local audience, uh, luckily Dallas uh, in particular, the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex has a lot of anime fans, um, also a lot of voice actors, a lot of industry people. Um, and so it, it, it's one of the probably few markets where you can do that easily. Um, we do have some people flying in as guests and things, particularly um, some of our big cosplay um, guests and things from like uh-huh. LA, from Florida, um, but a lot of from the voice acting talent will be we lo- locals because you know they've got kind of tight schedules on some of the stuff. Mm-hmm. With it being also Halloween weekend, like you said, yeah, uh, and liking you know going to an event and then partying, we're having this like official after party in the stadium space. Which if, if you haven't been to Esports Stadium Arlington, it's it's got a really impressive space for events. Uh, big stage, huge LED boards, lots of like lighting and everything's all, all built in. So really trying to make this as, as turnkey of an event as possible and and, and uh, a high quality but low commitment event for people. I like that. I like that. That's really cool. Like, you know, I think it would be neat if like more cons like had that sort of mindset, you know, like of able to bring in the guests that you want to see, have the fun you want to have in a condensed uh, time frame. Uh, and then, hey, you know, it's nighttime. It's a holiday weekend. Let's go off, right? Exactly. Yeah, that's cool. Like, where, where does this idea come from, actually? Like, uh, man, that's a good question. So um, Dave Yang, who's our, uh, you know, me and him are the ones working on this. We're co-founders of Nishi Fest. Uh, Dave, I've worked with in different projects in the past. He has a long history of going to conventions and events. Uh, he's been a photographer for Funimation in the past. Uh, we worked on an event, a digital event called HomeCon uh, during the pandemic, right in the middle. Uh, mm-hmm. And when no one's going out, right? Yeah. yeah. So we did this online digital event with a group of people and we had, gosh, like, I forget, 30, 50 guests, you know, digitally. Okay. Hey, a concurrent type yeah. of deal? Okay. And coming in and doing, uh, you know, panels and then one-on-one sessions with, with the guests. I mean, with the uh, fans and mm-hmm. attendees and they, they, people would buy meet and greet sessions wow. to like, you know, hang out with them like five minutes at a time or whatever. Uh-huh. It's pretty cool because you get like this intimate setting where you're the 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 guest is in their their own home mm-hmm. and you you see their home and you're talking directly with them. Uh-huh. 
Uh, and then, you know, they either do a panel before or after, and, and it's, it's pretty interesting. And it worked well, um, you know, especially during the pandemic when people were wanting to, to do something. Yes. Um, so working with him on that and then working on a lot of events with my, my day job, right, is, is, is planning events for uh, Envy Gaming, which is an esports company. Uh, so I've already produced a couple different events at the esports stadium Arlington. Ah. You know, in 2019. No, 2020, we did uh, the Dallas Field opening weekend with you know, a bunch of teams, uh, Overwatch League teams. Before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right before mm-hmm. the pandemic. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. It was it was uh, opening day, so it was like February 8th, I believe. And then we had like five more events planned, oh. and then March happened, and oh. we're like, oh, you know what? I'm not going to do any of them. Yeah. Mm. So um, I've also done, uh, gosh... We did it. We did the Battle for Texas uh, Overwatch event there. We did two Call of Duty majors this past summer. One with fans, one without fans. Mm-hmm. You know, different stages of of the pandemic. Uh-huh. Um, so know the Trying venue. To make it work no yeah. matter what, right? Exactly, right. Um, being very familiar with this venue has been very helpful. You know, it's it's uh, it's a space that I know intimately at this point in time. And so uh, between Dave and I, we're like, well, we could do an anime event here. And yeah. Why not? Exactly, right? <laughs> hey, that's cool. Hey, and just like, why not? Let's just do it, right? Yeah. It wow. was, we haven't had a lot of time because we weren't really sure. It came, the idea came up like around this summer, right? And wow. Not even like the beginning of the year, like this summer. It's like, <laughs> I mean, we had, we've had in, inklings of these ideas uh-huh. over the years, but seriously thought about it this summer and like, well, what if we got the venue for a day? And I talked with, you know, Esports Stadium Wellington folks, which were, you know, good relationship with them. And they're like, yep, you can do it this day. This is available. And then we were like, well, we don't want it to just be anime. We've been going to these other events. Um, Dave has a company called Sleepy, uh, Sleepy Shop, which is or it's called Sleepy. The website is sleepy.shop. Uh, it's a clothing brand. And he exhibited at a car show recently that was in Dallas and did really well. Uh, and we're like, well, why can't we get all these people who are doing this car show to also do? Because they're like it's the crossover between the import car show and the anime scene was very heavy when we, we saw there. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so like, like Itasha cars, mm-hmm. right? Like bumpers and stickers. Yeah. And so even the vendors there were very like anime themed and stuff. And so we're like, well, why don't we do our own event and bring a lot of these people there and bring our anime people there? And then we also were going to like food festivals, like Asian food Ooh, festivals. Okay. There's this group in Dallas. Uh, they have a Facebook group called Asian Grub and, and DFW. Or DFW. I, I'm actually still a part of that okay. group. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I mean, like, let me get some recommendations for like when I come back home or like what everyone's talking about. Like, it's popping. I actually didn't know there were so many restaurants yeah. that like to be recommended out in DFW, but it makes so much sense. Yeah. So combining those three elements, you've got the anime convention crowd, uh, cosplay, you know, looping them into that as well, too. Uh, We have a lot of big cosplay friends as well. Yeah. yeah, Calling in some favors there. Thank you, (laughs) cosplay guests. (laughs) Um, And then taking the car uh, show crowd and then taking the the Asian food crowd and trying to combine that into this one day event. (sighs) Wow. That sounds stuffed. I love that. That's really cool. Wow, so, just get the whole Rolodex and like let's just see what yeah. co- type of con we can make, right? Yeah. Hey, that's cool. I'm I'm really happy that you're 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 doing that. And then it's uh gonna be in a, a few weeks from now. Golly, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. Um luckily we've got a good space for it. The the Esports Stadium is is um, you know, primed to do programming and everything. We we've got the convention hall for the exhibitors. We're doing a Digimon trading card game tournament over there. Ooh, okay. Bondi has provided us with a bunch of prizes and stuff too. So that's really cool. Sick. Okay. Uh, we're working with Arc 
system works as well for a Guilty Gear tournament that we're going to do on site. Okay, okay. I, I haven't played the game yet, but it looks super tight. It's, it's like visually, it's like such an amazing game. I, I like how it looks exactly. Like even like when you beat somebody and like yeah. it has that like strike type of deal. I'm like that. That looks. I, but I don't want to try it though. Like I another am terrible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> like, do you want to do another fighting game and like just get your ass beat multiple, multiple times? Right. No, I've <laughs> I've given up. I think the last fighting game I got was um, Mortal Kombat. 10 okay i think and then it was cool and fun to play and then like you hop online and you're <laughs> nope nope i'm out i'm out like, yeah. <laughs> like this isn't funny more stop <laughs> oh no he just babified me no that's worse than brutality <laughs> God, i haven't even played smash man i'm like uh, i yeah. give up on smash yeah don't don't do it it's too late <laughs> it's like you can have fun i guess but or you want to have the no fun and just no. and then I have friends that are too good at the game too, so it's not even fun to play with friends. Yeah, because because they're too good at the game. Yeah, just um, gonna be ass whipping. Yeah, <laughs> that's how you get good at fighting games. Smash is mine, and then that's why I'm like I'm good. I don't want to try other games. It looks cool. I'll watch you. Yeah, I used <laughs> to think I was good at Street Fighter. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, you got. I bet you even just have like friends who are even in the scene, right? Mm-hmm. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> And that's a big reason we're doing this event. We have our friends in a lot of these scenes, right? Mm-hmm. And it's, selfishly speaking, basically this event is just us trying to like get our friends together and yeah. have a, a party, hey. more or less. Hey, like, it, a day-long party. That's all I want to do. <laughs> Especially like Halloween. Like We've been to too many Halloween parties that are just like, that's cool. But, you know, yeah. I know cosplay friends who could probably just do it better, right? And, you know, we know how to like to really turn up at a party, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we're working with uh, Sonic Boombox on Ooh. the party as well, too. Okay, professional so, party planners. Yeah. Um, we've worked with them so many times in the past, right? For yes. countless events now. Uh, actually, we're going to be going to New York and yeah, going to going a couple to their, their parties party. next yeah. week. Yeah. I just came from their party at Seattle. At oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Right. Like, that was fun they're i'm glad they're back at it actually mm-hmm. wow so you know okay we're, we're okay got it. the power with this <laughs> look at this Trying. okay yeah yeah i mean it sounds like it's coming together even the website looks really nice too that's uh just me and dave working on all that stuff we have a great designer don't get me wrong he, he creates all the assets and stuff mm-hmm. and then it's but putting it together like yeah. onto the website it's uh myself and dave for the most part dave's doing a lot of the heavy lifting now which is thankfully <laughs> good for me <laughs> um but uh, it's it's been an interesting project to work on, and I'm learning a lot. And so again, my daytime job is is event planning for for esports. Mm-hmm. But we're also working with like you know new events, new facilities, and stuff like that. So this it's all a learning experience, right? Um, all of this stuff that I'm doing through Nishi Fest is stuff that can be applied to really any kind of event. Yeah. But the esports audience in particular, and gaming, I don't even want to call it, call it esports audience because really the future of what we want to do is isn't just limited to esports mm-hmm, it's, it's mm-hmm. primarily gaming and gaming is such a big category in general um and then you know all this stuff crosses over into it so that's cool and good. that's good to hear that you're thinking in that mindset i guess like what can we do more right rather than just you know our own demographic mm-hmm. right that's cool yeah wow and that's the best way to really uh you know build a local audience too so like the difference between envy gaming and a lot of other esports orgs maybe aside from like overactive media in toronto um and maybe like the atlanta teams like esports until the past couple years has been very ambiguous in regards to location mm-hmm. uh they weren't regionally based teams weren't like oh this is our home market like mm-hmm. it's not like having the dallas cowboys and dallas mavericks and dallas stars mm-hmm. um now that we have the dallas fuel and overwatch and then we had the dallas empire and call of duty you know we really wanted to build up that local 
uh, fan base yeah. that you can activate and continue to do and expand upon. And not all esports fans are equal, right? Like they're they they don't like the same games, so you can't consider an esports fan like have one game to go to another game, right? Correct. Yeah, I mean, I like the Overwatch team, but. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I didn't even know about the other esports <laughs> yeah. games, honestly. So, <laughs> so yeah, that, that's actually a really good uh, observation right there. But I guess, is there like uh, a mindset of trying to get them to correlate or like get other people into the esports world? I think the big part of that is the experience. Fan, people become fans of, of experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, you might have the team you know be your hook or whatever but like really there's a there's a ton of people who are cowboys fans who who've never played football right yeah most people to yeah, be honest most. probably have <laughs> maybe never up really to high school but yeah that's yeah. it if you if you counted the percentage of people that have actually played on a team of football that are football fans yeah <laughs> very low um but a lot of it isn't even about the team it's about the like idea of the team and the community right mm-hmm. and and you want to rally behind something and some and, and dallas is a great example of like you might not even care about the sport but you're just a fan of dallas and you identify as as being like this dallas sports fan yeah uh and and that's helpful for us and we want to be able to leverage that mentality for for esports as well too i like that i like that like because especially like i guess like um people talk about like what a makeup of a team means i guess right and like why is it in this location but you know even though like i live in la i still like rep for all my dallas teams i just saw on the road driving up here someone had a dallas cowboys decal you know in la of all places Mm so it is it is pretty cool to to think of like backing the area right and like backing the the fans more so than like the the sport if anything right yep mm-hmm. yeah that's so cool. trying to create that and then and then not just stop at at you know esports and stuff too it's it's about creating an a, an experience and for the the venue the location it's mm-hmm. just like a thing to do mm-hmm. i mean one of the things we always talk about is what what do when you have a friend that comes into town mm-hmm. like where do you take them yeah what do you want them to see about your city where do you want them what do you want them to experience mm-hmm. and a lot of times it gravitates towards these like touristy districts and a lot of that is sports driven mm-hmm. um right now in in dallas you've got like texas live in arlington which is a really nice facility new ballpark the new uh you know the cowboy stadium uh and then you know we're looking to build some more of that in the, in the surrounding areas and stuff too so our office is right in victory park which is cool because you got the american Airlines center uh, and, and, and you know, the city yeah, yeah and you get to, the, the area is just nice yes. and you want people to experience and feel that even if they're not from here, you know, um, we want to bring people to this area and then eventually win them over. I like that. Yeah, that's really good mindset. Uh, and uh, esports can be another way to bring people in. Yeah, it, it sounds like Dallas. And that's something I've actually been thinking about. Dallas is becoming like a big nerd hub, nerd hub in the U.S., right? Like, is, is that an, an apt thing to say? Yeah, I would agree. Uh, I mean, obviously, we are a little biased from the Funimation side. Right, for sure. But the fact that Funimation was in Dallas of all places, right? Like, I I remember, like, before I got, like, working at Funimation, I was like, oh, I guess I'm interviewing in Dallas, and I'll just fly out to L.A. or something like that. And I was like, wait, what? I lived here this whole time, and I never knew that it was here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you've got Funimation. You've got uh, Gearbox, mm-hmm. which is now owned by Nordic. Uh, or THQ, okay. Whatever. Yeah, THQ. Um, you've got uh, Bethesda, 
Bethesda yeah, is here too. Oh wow, yeah. or not here in Dallas. In Dallas, yeah. I forget where yeah, I am. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> when I see you, I think we're in Dallas. Same, exactly. Right? I was like here. Oh, never mind. But yes. Uh, what else you got? You got uh, Gearbox um, id. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. under that. I think Bethesda Umbrella now, too. Okay, cool, cool. The You've got, like, companies like GameStop. Mm-hmm. You've got uh, BioWorld. Like, the headquarters mm-hmm. are based in yeah, Dallas, all, right? they're all these, these nerd industry-specific companies. Like, I mean, if you guys aren't familiar with BioWorld, um, you probably own something from BioWorld yeah. and don't realize it. They make <laughs> yeah. so much of the merchandise that you see from Marvel to uh, Halo to all, all the popular video game franchises, mm-hmm. all the big anime big franchises. Anime stuff for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Star like stuff Wars. you see at Hot Topic or Walmart, even yeah. right backpacks. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I mean, the, Dallas is definitely a great city to get a job as a nerd. That's dope, actually. Wow, you, you know that's not something that I don't think a lot of people are aware of. You know, they think about New York or L.A., but like not Dallas. Mm-hmm. But they're sleeping on it for sure. And then even the voice acting part of it too, right? Like, yeah. there's a big voice actor base that's out there. Um, yeah, which is why we started. So. You know, other thing I do mm-hmm. um, with Studio Nano, which is uh, our recording yeah. studio, uh-huh. right? That's the whole reason we started Studio Nano is because, um, you know, with the anime background, uh, my business partner there, Michelle Pennington, uh, you know, she wanted to start the studio and produce, and I was going to handle the business side. And it's like, well, we're here, we're in the Dallas Metroplex, all these actors are here, though the pandemic shifted it a bit, so you can do a lot more remote work uh, now too, yeah, which yeah. is great mm-hmm. uh, for us at least. And, um, you know, having the the capabilities of, of producing that level of work within the city because of the talents here, it makes it a lot easier. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Good. I, wow. Look at you. Like, just really like taking taking the moment, you know, like as it's coming. Right. You know, that, like, that's the that's the challenge. Yeah. Because these opportunities come up and if you don't do it, somebody else is going to. Yeah, exactly. And it's hard to say no sometimes if you can do it. Yeah. But then it's like a lot of work. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> that's what I was about to say. I was like, yes, you know, it's, it's hard to say no because, you know, it's right there. But all the work that's ne- needed to, to make it actually happen, right? Um, especially like with this con, uh, the studio, right? And then like you got your esports stuff going on, right? That's yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's That's a lot. <laughs> you know, uh, trying to put every a hand in every pot or whatever. What, what is right. it? I don't know. Uh, what the is. It's like a iron in every stove or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> There's so many. Of them. I don't know. Old timey phrases, right? <laughs> I don't even know what an iron is. I'm trying to think, what what nerd industry am I missing out on right now? Like, um, you got the yeah, you got your gauntlet of power, right? <laughs> 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 um, voice acting, anime, video games, comics. There you go. Comics. That's comics, true. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not super like involved in anything. That's like printed comics. It sounds like comics are taking storm. I guess you know. I guess Invincible, right? You see Invincible? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, intense. Like I'm actually thinking about buying the Invincible comics. Like I went to a comic store and I was going to buy the Compendium, sixty dollars each. The thing I liked about Invincible is um, this is kind of talking about the whole Asian heritage thing and stuff, and and how um, you know. Golly, Invincible. What's his actual name? I like Mark? Mark, yeah. Oh, yeah Mark. Yeah. Mark. Mark he's, he's half uh, half Korean, right? Yeah. And so, like, but they don't really talk about it. They just show it because it's just yeah, normal. Yeah, it was natural. It's just exactly. natural, and it's, like, ingrained. You see it in the house, um, but it's not, like, a Pushing your face, deal. like, I'm Asian, look at me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I kind of like that. Yeah. Because it's just, like, normalizing. I agree. I agree. Yeah, that, you know, that's, I was thinking about that, too. Like, whereas, like, I want, definitely, I want more black people. I want more people of color. I want more 
individuals, you know, diverse, but I don't want to be like, ah, I'm black, ah, I'm black, you know, yeah. like, okay, cool, yes, we get it, you know, like, it is, I don't think, like, any person of color is just sort of like, ah, you know, I'm, I'm this the whole time, and that's the only thing I am, versus, mm-hmm. like, being individual. How did you, so now we have both uh, Shang-Chi and Black Panther. Oh, yes. <laughs> How did you feel about that within, when the Black Panther released? Was it, was it like aggressively in your face or was it more natural? You know, honestly, because it is a great question. I appreciate that. Because also I do want to talk about Shang-Chi. Um, like I, it did feel like, hmm, actually I would say more natural if anything. Yeah, I would say more natural because it was like this and it was like, sort of like a quiet but strong you felt it you know like where versus like you see other things where it's like oh we got a black lead oh we're set in africa oh you know it's just like oh you know it's just like yes we get it we see these things you know like i think black panther did a good job of showing and not having to like explicitly tell it you know like it just sort of did it and everybody was strong the women were strong the the whole casting was strong um it showed how cool you know the dream world of africa you know could be should be right um you know i liked that nobody was like what yeah africa yeah just like well cool that's that's where this is and this is where it's happening Uh it's not a big deal about where it is it's Mm -hmm. it's what the big deal is what it is exactly that was that was really it like where it's like yes i'm super happy to rep Africa and all that, but like it feels disingenuine, like when it's just so pushed in your face, like where it's just like, look, look, look at where we are, look at who we're talking to. Oh my God, this person has an African name. It's like, cool, yes, yeah. we can see these things and cool. But you know, the African name person, we just want that dude to play video games and uh, I don't know, go to McDonald's every now and then, I guess, you know, and just be like, oh, hey, I'm, a, I'm another dude, important dude, you know, to this movie, but not, not. Not like the spotlights on him in a way, yeah. Yeah, there's there's no like, oh my gosh, they're black. Like, it's, yes. it's there wasn't that. Like, same thing with Shang Chi. It's not like, oh, mm, they're Asian. Yeah, oh, I did appreciate. Although, although, and I guess now is a good time for spoilers because you already saw it, right? Yeah, what yeah. do you think about it? Uh, I enjoyed the movie a lot. Mm-hmm. I think the uh, cast was strong. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked the subtle but recognizable nods to like just being an Asian culture yeah. and growing up in the city yeah. and just like an American, yeah. but also having like the, the heritage you come mm-hmm. from. Yeah. But also not like, again, pushing in your face. If you knew it, you knew it. Yes. They didn't have to be like, so overt about it. Yeah. Um, and then I personally liked, I'm not going to try to spoil what happens, but I, I liked the fight scenes yeah. a lot. And then even including what happens in the le- like the final final. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. I like the CG personally. Uh-huh. I, you know, I, I think that's, that's a good point. I think the CG like was like leaps above than what it could have been, especially like since there was so much in the end. Mm-hmm. But like, I think it looked really good. It, it looked actually like natural ish. Yeah, not like Beast Wars, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> PlayStation 1 graphics. Like, oh, we're <laughs> welcome to you know, <laughs> this special. <laughs> I, I liked getting, I was I was not, and, and this is a little bit of a spoiler, so mm-hmm. if you haven't watched it, just like tune this out right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked the fact that I got to see like basically a kaiju fight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but like well done. Uh-huh. Uh, I did not like Pacific Rim. Oh, oh, yeah. You know, I'll never forget this. Like, I've always thought about, like, uh, the argument you had against Pacific Rim. Pacific Rim. And I've always, like, 
it has made me think about robot design mm. a lot. Yeah, I was like, you know what? You're right. You don't need to have a robot with hands all the time or to go grab a thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, tell tell us what your your complaint against Pacific Rim is. <laughs> so Pacific Rim obviously was created, uh, you know, with a nod to all the different mecha anime and 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 whatnot and and kaiju battles and stuff. But if you're legitimately designing these sp- specific mechs to fight these monsters. You would create them to be way more efficient yeah. at destroying these monsters. <laughs> yeah. Why are you punching anything? Mm, like mm-hmm. they should just all have blade hands. Boom, boom. Yeah. They, they, they they took it out later. Like at the end, they'd wait for him to like bust out the sword. I was like, why don't you just have sword hands <laughs> to begin with? Yeah, honestly, because like like my argument, I remember that like where I was like, what if you need to grab people? But then it's like, well, how often do you need to like grab people or things when the job is to go kill? Yeah, the, it's the a kaiju. weapon. Mm-hmm. You made these as weapons. They're not in a, in a lot of other anime and things. I mean, sure. Like, <laughs> Gundam, Evangelion, but you're exactly right, though. They're not meant to be fighting and saving people they're meant to just go out in the ocean and and kick some ass mm-hmm. right yeah like yeah also this is an explicit co- podcast so you can <laughs> you can say the a word <laughs> but yes yes um that's a great point i because i i i guess i never really thought about that <laughs> you know like whereas like but don't you want them grabbing people but it's like wait no actually don't you know it's like <laughs> No, not for what they're designed. I don't know, but the, 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 you know, I get wanting things to look cool. Mm-hmm. Totally fine with that. Humanoid or whatever, right? Um, like one of my favorite um, Godzilla monsters mm-hmm. is is Gigan. Ah, which okay. um, if you don't know what Gigan looks like, he has a one eye with like a like a horn and like a beak, and then like. Claw hands yeah, are just like hands. the like, claw hands go. and a buzzsaw on his chest. <laughs> and I'm like, that's a that's a that's a good killing uh, machine. Yeah. Like there's nothing there. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> just, that's, what, that's, that's what he's designed to do. And you're fighting point. those things, basically. So yeah, you just need to get tough. Like, what's the point of putting hands? Oh, I got yeah. oh, the claws. Why are we right. wrestling? Yeah, yeah, right. We should be shooting that thing from far away. Uh, or if we need to stab it, yeah, stab it real stab easy. It, stab it, laser it, whatever, whatever yeah. things. Oh, man, <laughs> I don't want, again, no spoilers. But like, lasers, uh, lasers are so, have been so effective in in fighting anything. True. True. Wow. Yeah, that's a good point. It's the fact they even make a whole lightsaber, right? Yeah. Did you Did you watch the latest? Yeah. Uh, what if? Mm, oh no no. What if? I need to watch. Okay. I just saw Visions, uh, like the Star Wars Visions that they just put on. Oh uh, yeah. Sorry. When you said Vision, I was thinking like oh like the, the WandaVision type yeah. of deal. Yeah. Because the last episode had a thing. Uh, anyway, I'm not gonna spoil anything. Okay. I need but, to start, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start. What ifs uh, this week? Yeah. But lasers. Okay. Important motif. Lasers. Kind of OP. That's all. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm I'm interested. Like, what if I skipped it? Because I was like, ah, you know, it's what ifs, whatever. You know, <laughs> that's why I was thinking, what if, whatever. Mm-hmm. But everyone's like, oh, it's so crucial, and yeah, it's actually bringing up other things that could be part of the MCU, right? You watched Loki? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that so, was cool. So just imagine it's 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 going from there. Okay. Like different multiverses i guess right and okay all right i'm not gonna okay spoil anything i'm excited okay because mcu has been crushing it i would say as of late especially during this whole pandemic time Mm -hmm. yeah like loki was pretty baller like i actually i think that was my favorite is it let me think 
WandaVision was great. They're different, yes. right? And that's the thing I liked about the series is yeah. they have different feels and different appeals. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like I, that. I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm taking that. <laughs> different feels and different appeals. I like that. Uh, but, like, because there are people who only would like certain, like, shows because of the genre sure. they mm-hmm. are. You got your buddy cop drama. You've got your um, kitschy kind of, like, romantic, mm-hmm. but then turns into, like, kind of crazy right? stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And then you've got... Loki, which is just, you got, <laughs> yeah, and then you got your lot. Loki fans, which yeah. is, there's a lot of them. They were eating, right? <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh my God, just Tom Hiddleston all the time. Mm. Oh my God. He and killed then, it though. He did a good job. I personally liked Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson. I was about to say, I was like, but if I had to say who I like the most, it's Owen Wilson. But I like Owen Wilson in general. Me too. I know some people don't like Owen Wilson because he just plays Owen Wilson. But he's cool. <laughs> I like Owen Wilson. Yeah, me too. Look, look, look. I, I, I remember like when he came out there and I was like, it's been a while since I've seen Owen Wilson. Maybe he's washed. And I was like, no, he got it still. I thought he killed it. I thought he did. I thought I was like, he's back. I'm excited to see him more stuff. And the mustache? You know what? You know what? I'd watch again. You know what? I'd watch. Uh, talking about all these sequels that have been coming out, like Matrix Four coming out, oh, et cetera, man. et cetera. These old movies getting another sequel. Mm-hmm. I'd watch a new Shanghai Noon. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I would too. In fact, they need to do some remasters of some of these good old. What another another Rush Hour? Could be cool. Could be. Could be cool. Didn't they do but, like a series or something? Didn't they? Did like some I reboots? I think you're right. Series? Crap. I don't know. Oh yeah. I mean, but I would like that- to see old Jackie Chan and old Owen Wilson trying to pick up like. I guess because they were in the old west, old west the last yeah. time, and then they went to like Britain, Great Britain, or something. And the second they movie, did, okay, yeah, I didn't see Shanghai at noon too, but yeah, that's fun. <laughs> I, no, I like number one movie. though. Yeah, they that was a good era of like just like good action movies that were good, funny stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like how come they don't really have that today? Like Shang Chi was the only action movie that sort of goofy martial yeah. arts fun yeah which i liked their nods to a lot of the chinese cinema and mm-hmm. kung fu movies and things like that like they they had you know the the bus fight mm-hmm. you had the like scaffolding fight yes you have like the um uh underground the, fight uh, yeah yeah the car chase <laughs> yeah you know like there's just it's it's all these good things that i'm like oh cool yes you know i, yes. I see and understand this but it's also not like so like over your head that mm-hmm. i think it was good for like people who haven't seen enough of it to be like oh man this is this is really cool i want to watch more right mm-hmm. that's what i'm hoping that people will do i feel like yeah like there hasn't really been enough uh martial arts movies as of late i mean you can count i guess if you count martial arts movies with guns like like john wick john wick yeah. and a uh, kung fu <laughs> yeah, there's more gun fu more movies gun that have been fu, around. Yeah, uh-huh. and the, but, the tricky part with kung fu is you have to remove guns really to make it a more stakes, of a kung fu. Uh, yeah, you know? but everyone has guns now these days. <laughs> Though, good old America. Gosh, um, I mean, the Indonesian films like the raid, the raid. Uh, I always come back to the raid. Like I'm like, is this martial arts movie as good as the raid? And I'm like, that's not fair. But at the same time. I can watch the raid today and be like, that's why you got to get these close quarters like situations. Yes. Cause then the guns become not as, you can't use it as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, cause they had like, I think they did brilliantly. Like whereas like the gun started off and then it's like, Oh, we don't have ammo or we can't use guns or whatever the hell. But it was it was actually more brutal that they didn't oh have more god. guns. Oh my god! That hallway the scene. Hallway, <laughs> I think about that a lot. <laughs> it was like how brutal. Oh man, yeah. I mean, or just the Mad Dog fight. 
You know, yeah. like the way that they had to end that fight too. Oh, go watch the raid if you haven't seen it. If you haven't seen the raid, you have to watch the raid. And then, and then there's then raid, raid two. Raid two is kind of ridiculous. Like they take it to another level. So cool though. They do lose a lot of the the like intensity of mm-hmm. like this realistic situation. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's just like a, it's like a, it's like a fan service. Like, fuck it, just go have fun. Yeah. Like this, we're gonna punch. Oh, here's a person with a baseball bat or a hammer, hammer. right? Yeah, the hammer time. Oh, hammer my God. and the bat. I think yeah. they had both. Right? Yeah, had both. Yeah. Oh yeah. wow. Because they're like brother sisters. Yeah. Or the, 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 <laughs> the deaf or blind yeah. girl. Yeah. Was I think they were deaf. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I need to rewatch too. Yeah, because I saw that in theaters and I really liked it. But of course, I was like, oh, it's not as cool as Raid One, but it's good. But then thinking about, it, I was like, wait, Raid Two is dope. Huh. Did you watch Dread? Yeah. Oh, no. I've only seen clips. Oh, man. So, yeah. like, Dread is, like, the American version of Raid. Ah. Right? Okay. Because it's, it's the same premise, basically. It's like, don't worry too much about the premise. Like, we just need to... We need well, to go do a thing where we're trapped inside, yeah, right? we're and trapped we inside to... this uh, this slum. Uh-huh. It's literally the same. Uh-huh. And, and then you have to make your way to the top. <laughs> okay. And it's, that's... I think these... This mega slum, yeah. These two movies and, and John Wick are mm-hmm. probably, like, the most accurate, like, video game movies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> video games. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, wow, there we go. That's a good way to put it right there, yeah. Fight your levels, right to the top, right? You yeah. just fight your levels, and you fight a boss, and you go to levels, and you fight a boss. You get you you, you get a new gun or no, new something or other. Uh, a new technique, and, right? And then, yeah, <laughs> you, they're just video games in movie form. That's super cool, actually. Wow, I've never thought about it like that, but that makes so much sense. <laughs> wow. I think that's my favorite genre right now, mm. or favorite action genre. Maybe favorite genre. I don't know. Yeah, I like the 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 brawler. Like we guys got to fight our way to the top type of shit. So um, on the way to here, mm-hmm. uh, I oh you started, had one yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> I had to fight my way out yeah. of the airport right. <laughs> I, I started watching Nobody. Nobody. It's uh, Bob Odenkirk. Um, you know, Better oh. Call Saul guy. Okay. Okay. Uh, it's it's basically a John Wick movie starring Bob Odenkirk, which I didn't know that until I, I, never I was heard on the plane. This, I started yeah. playing, and I was like, oh, he's he's kind of like a normal guy with a family you don't know his past and then he like gets into a scuffle and like wrecks some wow. fools and is, has all this background of like being a and it's know. dope i haven't finished okay yet. <laughs> so like i only watched like half of it okay and then i landed okay and then so. i was like i need to finish it i'll probably finish it on the way home okay okay but you're interested enough that you actually do want to finish it yeah okay but it's also like I don't want to say it's such a ripoff of John Wayne because I don't know the background uh-huh. of where these movies came from. And also, like, which one came first? Yeah, and, and I'm not going to yeah. you know, <laughs> take it too much to that. But it's it's entertaining. But he, he's also fighting, like, the Russian mob. Oh, okay. And okay. for, like, very similar reasons. <laughs> My cat. <laughs> I, I'm not even... Uh, okay. Yes, hey, actually, I'm just going to... You know what? Hey, that's fine. Like, like, start, okay, so the movie starts with that. So I'm not even going to... Uh, like, yeah, that's, funny. that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, look, uh, like, I will enjoy it as long as it's entertaining. All right. And Bob Odenkirk, I was about to watch Kung Pao Enter the Fist. So like, I like rewatched that. Like, did he do that? I don't think so. I feel maybe. Okay. Maybe I got okay. my, my people wrong. Right. But either way, I, there's a lot more martial arts movies that like I need to like take in like pretty soon. So what's that one called again? Nobody. 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 Cause they're Interesting. Like, they're like, who are you? And then it's like title slate oh, oh, oh like invincible <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's very much the same, hey, it's that same okay vibe. that's pretty cool that's pretty cool i'm glad that you're like still like watching like good movies and stuff uh, too, hopefully right? yeah good. hopefully it's good i don't yeah, know right fingers crossed all right what games are you playing right now uh overwatch hey still. are you playing overwatch still yeah. hey yeah. there we go um i started um ratchet and clank oh the new one yeah the new one okay on ps5, on PS5? looks really good so you got ps5 yes I okay PS5. okay do you like it um i do i don't play it as much as yeah. i want to yeah like it's weird because actually 
I I like console because I hook it up to TV and it's like it's turn like a, on and is game right. But I spend so much time in front of the computer because uh-huh. I'm doing other things. Uh-huh. And it's like Do you play on PC now for everything else. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So it's like Discord, uh-huh. you know, work emails mm, and game like yeah. it's like all at the same uh, time right? <laughs> and so and shopping uh-huh. you know it's it's that yeah. multi-faceted experience multi, on, yeah. on a pc i think i would do that more but my pc is just always like er, er, mm. you got too many chrome tabs open and just, well, yeah and just i did like, spend okay. uh like 1600 dollars on a new video card so. uh, hey here we go out <laughs> one day i'm gonna get to that level of just like <laughs> actually like buying the stuff right like oh I, I don't know then again, that's what scares me most about PC, you know, like, whereas like, oh, I'm going to become one of these guys that's just building your stuff all the time yeah. and hope oh, something just went wrong this time or whatever. Right. And oh, I got it. I just like the play. I like the simplicity of consoles, like where it's just like, beep. All right. Game time or Netflix time or whatever. Right. And like, whereas with PC, it's just, oh, I got my work and I don't want to cancel that. In fact, I just closed out. Uh, my whole Firefox, which was like 16 tabs of work stuff. <laughs> I'm like, oh. I'll yeah. figure it out how to get back, right? <laughs> yeah. Dude, I have uh, I use uh, Chrome for like one job, yep. Firefox for another yep. job, and mm-hmm. like w- whatever Edge or whatever, yeah, right? Something else for like the lowest tier. Exactly, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, like I do the same. I do Chrome for personal, Firefox for work, uh, and then Edge for everything else. And then you know, and Safari is like, oh god, well. You know, we got to use it on Mac sometimes, yep. I guess, right? Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Chrome has introduced that new thing where it's the profiles now based on tied to your email address, oh, which is interesting. Okay, like we can click and like you can do like a guest type of stuff, right? Yeah, so okay. like when you log into your email on, on in Gmail, then it's like, do you want to log oh. into this account with all your saved information for this account? Okay. But I, I don't like it still, but that's me uh-huh. because um, I... I think you have like like uh, categorized by browser, right? Yeah, yeah like and there's like, too much that's crossed over in, yeah. in Chrome for me now. <laughs> yeah, I feel that like, work is crossed over a lot. Yeah, right. It's just full time. Yeah, how is work going? By the way, like you've you've been in Envy for like four years. Yeah, four, four years, years now. Wow. Mm-hmm. wow. Yeah, and how's how's all that been? Like, uh, it's been great. It's yeah. been interesting to like. It's been a uh, constantly changing. Like esports in general changes every six months at least right and is also is that like even before pandemic right Mm -hmm. Mm. yeah it's just always been changing and so my job has changed a lot i've you know started off in there as as head of social and content and then transitioned to like start doing more events and then became solely events or as like social and events and then just events okay wow events have been so big lately yeah yeah do you prefer it like that i think i do Uh um to be honest i could never do social media again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, my, man. my mental health yeah. did not I don't blame do it. well. I don't blame it. And yeah, <laughs> especially <laughs> these days. Yeah. I, I, you know, like I love social media, like personally and like for work, but at the same time, I do feel myself getting more almost twisted because of it, you know, just like being in it all the time. Yeah, it is a, it is a very taxing job to do. It's a 24-7, never off kind of position. Um, I recommend anybody who works in social media, like, find a way to get work to pay for therapy. Oh, wow. There we go. Yeah. Because it should be a a part of the job. Yeah. Wow. That's a good point right there. Yeah. The amount of negativity you have to deal with when you work in social media (sighs) is... Especially entertainment, social media. It's it's unhealthy. It's unhealthy for any human being. Mm. And it's way more unhealthy when you're required to do it and required to sift through it. (sighs) Were you in were you in that HR meeting one day where I asked 
Um, we had an HR person this when I working at, was working at Funimation. I feel like I remember something like this. Like it was like a big like yeah. uh, meeting thing. Like everybody, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I remember. Like you asked a question about like um, like what do people talk to us say things like this to yeah. us, right? Yeah. So so the the big thing in her, in you know HR trainings and stuff is a lot of it's about harassment, mm-hmm. right? Like employee to employee harassment. Yeah, or anything, right? Mm-hmm. It's not even it's because it, you can be the the thing about harassment in the workplace. It can it can come from anybody. It can mm-hmm. come from another employee. Uh, yeah. It can come from a customer. It can come from a, a vendor. It mm-hmm. can come from just the UPS guy dropping off a box. Mm-hmm. And all of that is can be valid harassment. And there's all these definitions of like when when it becomes harassment versus blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And one of the questions I asked was. Well, there, so one of the the points is, you know, as a company, we want to ensure we don't you you're not creating a hostile work environment. Mm-hmm. And uh, social media was still pretty new ish, right? It's only been around when I started. Funimation didn't exist. Oh man, right? Yeah, uh-huh. Like that was two thousand and eight. And I started doing word of mouth marketing, <laughs> uh-huh. and that eventually turned into social oh, media. Uh, like what, 2010 or something? Whew. So it's been 10 no, years, like 11 a decade, years. Yeah, uh-huh. that's it. Since this entire industry of social media has, wow. has existed, yeah, yeah. And so they're not talking about like they don't have policies that are like uh, about these, you know, specific instances. Because and it's still changing. It changes every day. Social media, right? Constantly, yeah. Algorithms or just the platforms we use or users or what's trending right yeah yeah tiktok you know like whatever freaking thing you're doing mm-hmm. and one of the things about harassment is it's across you know everything you can you can experience it in all these different places but from the trainings they have these really specific i want to say archaic instances like only physical like in-person yeah. things versus like what do we do about the digital harassment that mm-hmm. does happen that's a good point point. and we're asking our employees to to work in this space and before knowing the detriments of working like what that environment is Mm -hmm. and so i brought up i was like hey we're not supposed to create hostile work environments for our employees but in social media i'm asking my employees to work in a hostile environment every day like as their as the supervisor as the manager uh am i going to get in trouble if a one of my employees complains that they're working in a hostile work environment because they're they're being bombarded with negativity from fans and um, or trolls on the internet and etc. And they did not have a good answer for it at the time because it's like it was like oh well it's similar like customer service has always been that right yeah. mm-hmm. it is mm-hmm. and that's your job but not necessarily in this time and space where we expected to as people in social media to be that level of customer service like it was like you're a marketing person right now your job is to market Mm -hmm. but you also actually have to become like the the front line for customer service Mm -hmm. and that person might not have the skill set or the understanding that they need to deal with like this level of harassment yeah um and now, but I've already put them into this position. We didn't. We haven't talked about it. So, am I responsible as the boss? Mm. Wow, that's a good point. I've never like really heard anyone else discuss it like that too. Like, <coughs> excuse me. Yeah, like I've never, never like heard. You know, actually, like any, I guess, like even company, I guess, like just sort of talk about like how you know, the toxic environment of the internet to even like be aware of like how toxic the internet, they're just sort of like, Oh, just put the stuff out there. Customer service, just answer some questions and you know, be okay. Right. Yeah. Versus yeah. the potential harassment that does 
happen all the time, actually, right? Especially in the entertainment industry. Especially. And it, especially if you're putting people as forward-facing figures in the company. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. I always felt bad for Lauren yeah. being the, the female on the team who gets those types of comments directed at her. Constant, yeah. And it's like, we didn't get it as much. We get it every now and then, maybe. But, mm-hmm. like, it was... Golly, the internet guys, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but Golly. Uh, I don't know. I mean, and it's all evolving, and that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. That like they weren't. We need to evolve all of the parts of the business to, to accommodate, exactly. Right? So we, Especially if it's supposed to be like one of the more uh, forward features of like a company, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially since it's supposed to be more of a priority for companies to like invest into the social media realm. Right. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's a great point. Um, and I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. I mean, like I've never, like I said, you know, ever since then I haven't heard anyone even acknowledge, you know, like the potentials of the internet, you know, like of like being in the toxicity really of like social media. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think like you were the one who pushed me to do therapy yeah, too. Yeah, like I remember starting therapy while I was at Funimation, and that helped a ton, actually. Yeah, like I was like, like you were like, you were just sort of like, don't worry about the stigma or whatever. No stigma, right? Just go. It's crucial. Like free, you know, or at least you know some some um, meetings were recovered, right? Mm-hmm. At least the first few ones, yeah. and then it's like if you like it, insurance. So, and that was that was a very crucial thing. Mental health, like, is not really talked about. You know, even though luckily, like we're in a world like we're like more aware of it, but like mm-hmm. it's still so not taboo. But it's I just- think a, I think a good thing about our level of media now, which I was raised by media, mm-hmm. it's a thing that I talk to my therapist a lot about. How mm-hmm. I learned a lot of my coping skills and relationship skills through media, which is not great. Like, that is not a good <laughs> uh, thing. I'm saying, but it is a thing that happened. And so I had to learn and unlearn a lot of things through therapy and, and, you know, experiences. But I think we are getting to the point, at least in some forms of media where we're showcasing that a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Um, one of my big, um, influences on, on like improving my mental health actually and addressing issues was Steven universe. Really? Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I, and I was like, Oh, I'll just watch this kid show. I heard it's fun. Uh-huh. And I watched like the first season's pretty fluffy and uh-huh. it's just like monster of the week style. Yeah. Cause I, I'm in, things. at least I started first season. I was like, this is cute, but all right, whatever. And, but and I need to keep like, going. It keeps going and then it gets deeper and deeper into identity and like non-traditional relationships and family units and like, uh, you know, levels of like consent and things like that. Like, and it's, it's again, you can't rely on media to teach you everything, mm-hmm. but at least helping people be aware of these issues. Yeah. Yeah. That everything's not a cookie cutter, like just solve it by punching it. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And there's like, there's a lot of issues that you're going to encounter that aren't solvable. Mm. You just have to, you know, learn and deal and, and create new coping skills and, and, and mental health mechanisms to like wow. keep you going. Okay. And shoot another show. I got to add to the queue. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, I know I've been needing to watch Steven universe, but I'm like, dang it. I got to watch Steven universe. Cause it's that good. Of- <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's really cool. Wow, I had no clue that they talked about things like that. And I don't know if everybody notices that or mm-hmm. not, but like I, that, I just it inspired know you. Me, it yeah, was, a, yeah. it was a thing that was, that was relative to my situation at the time. Mm-hmm. And, and you, know, you never know, what people are going through when they're watching your media yeah. and how they're going to interpret it or, you know, act upon it as well too. Mm-hmm. It 
could be good, could be bad. Yeah, mm. that's true. Wow. I like. I mean, as you just said, like you know, like how media has inspired you. Um, like I'm not sure if I've, oh, if I've. Oh, so I guess plane. Play. Okay, yeah. cool. <laughs> I thought the power went out. I was like, oh, no. Okay, um, the sun power went out. Ah, no, that's uh, that's really bad. Yeah. <laughs> Just <laughs> the sun's <laughs> off. <laughs> but um, um, that'd be that'd be scary. But um, that's the end of the episode, y'all. And uh, hopefully the end of days. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but, um, you know, like, like making me think about like, huh, like I think, yeah, most of my relationship uh, experiences, I guess, is from media, really, right? Um, one Piece, I, you know, like, of course, yeah, One Piece is, like, a big influence into, like, how I think I try to have relationships, but unfortunately, like, they don't have romantic relationships on One Piece, so. <laughs> <laughs> Which is exactly yeah. why it's an influence. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> I was like, it makes so much sense. <laughs> Even when they get to the romantic stuff, it's like, ah, uh, we're focused on other stuff, yeah. right? And it's like, huh. Go punch something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that my life, it all makes sense. Wow, everything is coming back. <laughs> wow this is great this is this is really good now you've, you've given me um i need to think more about like mental health and i'm like am i just like sort of um avoiding it or am i yeah. like really like going through it and maybe i'm just sort of you know because one thing i haven't done therapy since i've moved to la i feel pretty good for the most part but maybe i should go back to, just to make sure especially like these days right like mm-hmm. when it's just drama everywhere and you know i guess i'm just sort of medicating myself with the legal weed right <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know it's like i don't know like i feel okay but then again i mean we're just all going through and especially like being on social media and you know one thing i do want to say is like at least my job like like being at this most people are really nice so far knock on wood <laughs> most of them are nice like there's only a few jerks they're like ah i like my anime subbed i'm like okay (laughs) you know but yeah um i think even just being in the environment where you are expected to always be responsive mm, is a very difficult mental health issue mm, because like you need your time right like you need your space uh you are beholden to other people at all points of your life right now in yeah. social media a lot of times mm-hmm. i mean uh, that's holidays up to your weekends team, right? vacations yeah. if your mm-hmm. team can divvy out the workload then great yes it's very i haven't seen it happen very often <laughs> yeah i know I, I yeah i know what you mean yeah uh but that alone and mental health isn't always about like oh i'm depressed um which a lot of times it is mm-hmm. But a lot of it is about like, oh, I'm stressed. Mm-hmm. I'm dealing with, you know, some challenges. Uh, I might need to just deal or, you know, work through some life skills better to help improve what I'm already doing well. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I see a th- my therapist once a month now. I used to see her weekly for like the initial part where I was going through a lot of issues. <laughs> I had to really defrag a lot. right? Yeah. yeah. And then like find the source of a lot of, my, you know, parenting is a huge part of it, Whew. of course. <laughs> Yeah, uh, parenting, religion, and you know, yeah, identity type yeah, of stuff, right? That stuff is Man. very, very difficult to work through. Uh, I I go for maintenance now, but it's very helpful on just like even the everyday work stress. Yeah, it's like, well, this is the issue right here. Like, and her, you know, her job is to listen and then identify 
things that I might not even be realizing are like uh-huh. issues. It's like, and it's the way I say a thing uh-huh. or like, I'll dismiss something and she's like, whoa, 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 whoa. like, uh-huh. hold on. Okay. Like you just like push this thing off that you th- said it's fine, uh-huh. but it's probably not. So let's like talk <laughs> let's about talk that a little more. I'm like, I don't want to. And it's like, exactly. <laughs> that's what, oh, the pain points. There we go. Okay. Hey, that sounds like, how, how'd you find this therapist? Um, like, and also the same one that you've like, wow. And yeah, it just it's worked been, out like, five years. Yeah. Wow. That's um, cool. So she was actually at a, uh, like, a firm or whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it in Dallas. Um, and she was the new therapist there. Um, and I personally preferred her. Um, she's a minority. She was mm-hmm. a little younger. Mm-hmm. She had her own personal like experiences and issues she had to work through. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I want to be able to relate to my therapist. Someone who's not just like perfect and just like distant and is like, you shall tell me all your problems. Yeah. I shall judge them secretly. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and in Dallas, in particular, you know, there's, there's a, it, it is a fairly conservative area in, mm. in, in aspects compared to the rest or yeah. other parts of U.S. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I wanted to just find somebody who could like at least relate to some of my, you know, inherent issues that I've had to deal with growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then. So it was actually recommended. The firm was recommended to me by a friend. You know Scott Wong. You yeah, Scott? yeah, yeah. So he was I like, like "Hey, here's a here's a, a place in Dallas that uh, has some a friend recommended because he's worked as you know in in the, the like health and medical field and mm-hmm. mental health stuff here nice. and there." Um, and then she left that firm and 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 like went independent, and so I've, I've kept seeing oh, her. Cool. Okay. She also moved to L.A. Actually. Oh wow! So she does remote sessions. Gotcha. Okay. So, I was actually wondering, like, are do you meet with her still, like, in, in physical, or like, do you do like a remote type? Yeah, deal? it's all okay. video now, um, cool. which is great yeah. because just scheduling wise, yeah. like, it's it's so much easier. to yeah, do. And I was wanting to ask, like, does it still feel natural to do like a, a virtual type of deal? I think it does because we already established yeah, established. Gotcha. Yeah. That makes um, sense. Yeah, I was wondering if it was other. starting like a relationship online, how would that feel, right? But that's cool though. Like that's because I've heard also other people who've had excuse me, had problems with their therapist. I like my first therapist, I liked him a lot. The only reason it stopped is because I moved. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you know, I do always wonder, I guess, like how do other people I guess like go about like their search for a therapist, right? But it, it worked out, right? Well my very first therapist I did mm-hmm. get, I I actually stopped seeing after like the second session. Okay, like it just didn't Yeah. yeah. It was that it was that aspect I was saying where I just didn't feel like she understood or related to mm-hmm. me enough to be able to address the problems. Yeah. Um and the thing I like about my therapist now as well is um at least at this point, we've been you know, talking for five years, and, mm-hmm. and a lot of it was industry-related issues. Uh, talking about like the geek industry and, and you know anime, video games, esports, and she's not super well versed in all those things, mm-hmm. but enough to like understand the space. And then after, that's important. Yeah, and like it, it's sort of a bummer, like when people just totally dismiss this whole geek world industry, especially like as it's growing and really blowing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like. Uh, and that's something I, I wouldn't want. Like, um, you know, someone just to be like, that stuff doesn't matter. It's kid stuff. Yeah. yeah. When it's like, well, yo, this is still like a multi-billion dollar industry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's internationally, a, yeah. right? And it affects people. And that's yeah. the thing. It's it's media. And big a lot of my issues are because of this media I consumed as an, at an early age. And now we're, create, we're the ones creating that media. Right? And so, like, yeah. where are we inserting our learnings and positive influences and or negative ones right and, yeah. and wow how do you feel about that like mm. wow yeah, it's like almost like responsibility but at the same time i mean it is responsibility yeah it is 
it, I think like being aware of it versus just doing what we've done in the past of just crank it out and just hey. Ugh, that's the thing I can't deal with nowadays in social media that the the things that work business wise mm-hmm. are not necessarily the things that are going to benefit society yeah mm-hmm. and that I started having a problem with like where you're taking advantage of of like clickbait and hab and and uh, just the the ha- habitual ritualistic mm-hmm. candor of social media and, yeah. and and you're playing you're trying to increase that for people because it's doing well for your mm-hmm. industry your job or whatever and you want people to use it more and you want people to in- engage more whether that's a healthy amount or not for them doesn't matter doesn't matter right all right. we need is get more clicks and yeah. do what it takes right and that's tough wow that's that's a way to put it out there huh uh, one thing I like to do is like at least one way I like to think about like what we do right is like this is it's usually a, a positive force right like it's usually a piece of media that brings joy to people mm-hmm. right and uh, hopefully celebrate that throughout yeah. hopefully um, yeah celebrate those people I in fact actually like I, I really do like uh, the 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 fuel channel Dallas fuel channel like I really like how like it interacts like with just people all the time people say oh I want free merch or whatever and they'll do the retweets or like just have fun jokes like with other people uh or other teams you know like and it does feel like a good entity you know like it does feel like okay i actually it does even though it's parasocial right yeah <laughs> but i don't know like i i, I think it's man like that, that brings up a whole nother conversation the, the about scary parasocial. part about a lot of that is is i mean Lindsay cuddles doing a lot of that on the on the fuel side and, oh, nice. and okay. you know bringing her in um Bring her in as an intern a long time ago. Long, I don't, not that long, I guess technically, but still long. Like uh-huh. was it before pandemic. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. a long time ago. <laughs> Jay actually, me and Jay brought her on. Like, okay. We, back before 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 COVID, right? <laughs> BC days. Um, but the thing is, that's the thing that makes a good social media engagement is it feels personal. It feels relatable. It feels like there's a human being on the other end. Yes. The problem is there's a human being on the other end. Yeah. And that person talking about mental health then you know they have to compartmentalize that this isn't them that this is a work thing but that's very hard to do when that's like what you're doing every day and and they know it's you yeah oh man and then so like when you leave or when something happens Mm -hmm. like what's your identity can you escape that yeah exactly like mm. Like, I like that. Like leaving Funimation, that was a that was a tough thing for me. Because yeah, you've been there for like nine, almost ten years, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, I'm no longer the Funimation guy. Yeah. <laughs> so like, well, who am I? Uh-huh. Am, am I trying to create a new identity? Uh-huh. Am I just me reverting back to like what I was? Yeah. Am I? I, I don't know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Figure this out. And then I, I don't even want to. I was like, that must have been tough. But it sounds like you've done good with that, right? <laughs> Hopefully, knock on wood, right? <laughs> yeah, it's a lot going on. I mean, would you do all your Funimation shirts too? Um, <laughs> yeah, there's a oh, there's man. a box. Yeah, like I bet you got like a ton, a ton. I just yeah. found my box of all the Funimation shirts. I'm like, these are pretty cool, but I really can't wear them outside of just sleeping. I guess. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Whatever. I don't want to misrepresent. Yeah, you know, exactly. I respect right. it enough to not, not do that. Exactly. Absolutely. Oh, well, hey, this is a great conversation. Thank you. <laughs> like this. Yeah. I mean, this was a really full conversation. It was an hour. You know, we got things to go do because it's Saturday. Oh, yeah. 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 We got stuff Woo. going on. 
but yo, thank you so much for spending time uh, talking to us about everything that's going on, what's going on with your life. Uh, Nishi Fest sounds like a blast. I hope to be there myself, actually. I'm hoping. Be cool. Yeah, I'm thinking I got to get a flight and just be like, yo, what's up, y'all? I don't know. Yeah, let yeah. me know. Yeah. Let me know. Um, and then, yeah, we'll figure stuff out. Um, again, Nishi Fest. If you guys are listening, it's happening October 30th at the Esports Stadium in Arlington, Texas. Uh, tickets are available on NishiFest.com. We've got a Digimon trading card tournament that there's open for registration right now. Some really cool uh, incentives to, to, to join. There's participation prizes as well as some um, additional prizing from Bondi and the, the local game store that we're working with. Oh, awesome. Um, and then we are opening up... Up, registration for the Guilty Gear Strive fighting game tournament. Um, we're hopefully having some more announcements around that soon. Uh, still more guests to be announced as well, so if you check out the, f- the guest lineup that's on the website right now, we're still going to be adding some additionals beyond that. And then, of course, the uh, after party that's happening uh, is uh, a tip. It's a separate ticket because really what we want to do for the after party is not limited to just uh, people, people who attend go to the con, right? But, yeah. It's a Halloween party, yeah. right? For sure, I was like, you gotta go, space. Okay, sweet. So that should be fun, and then you know we're gonna have the car show component. If you want to register your car into the car show, we've got you know over a thousand dollars of prizes for that. The cosplay contest, and we're doing the uh, Asian food night market. Hey, okay, lots of cool stuff. Yeah, it's stacked. I like that. Cool. Yeah, definitely got to come. I'll get my flight like ASAP then. All right. Yeah. Sweet. Thank you so much. And uh, I guess anything else you'd like to say about yourself? Uh, What else? I mean, Nishi Fest, like, of course, right? Yeah. We'll have the link on the description and everywhere we can post it. So, yeah. Yeah. Stay tuned for that. Yeah. You can follow me on at just Rojas R O J A S pretty much across the board, um, and then hopefully we'll you know talk more soon. Sweet, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you, and hey to everyone who listened and to stuck with it all the way. Thank you very much. You guys are dope as always. Stay dope, folks. Peace.